You're listening to the World Watch Weekly Podcast by Open Doors Canada. The goal of this podcast is to help you pray for your persecuted family. Since 1955, when Brother Andrew went behind the Iron Curtain for the first time, Open Doors has been strengthening persecuted Christians where faith costs the most. For more information about Open Doors Canada or about the World Watch List, please visit our website at www.opendoorsca.org. Enjoy today's episode. Well, welcome back to the World Watch Weekly Podcast from Open Doors Canada. I'm Jared, here as always with Andrew, and today we're going to be talking about the nation of Turkey. Andrew, tell us a little bit about Turkey's spot on the World Watch list this year. Yeah, so on the 2021 World Watch list, Turkey landed in the 25th spot. Uh, That's a rise from the 36th place that it was on the 2020 list. And so in the past year, the, the situation has obviously changed significantly. Today, Turkey deals with stifling religious nationalism from the government, as well as suspicion against any Christian who is not an ethnic Turk. Mm-hmm. Like so many countries on the world watch list, uh, Turkey is a very, very ancient country. It has millennia of history that has led to its situation today. And I wish we had time to cover all of it, but as usual, it has to be brief. So uh, Christianity in Turkey really goes back to the very, very first days of the church in the time of the Apostle Paul. When the apostles spread out from Jerusalem, as described in the book of Acts, they brought the good news of Jesus to places like uh, Rome, Macedonia, and Asia Minor. And Asia Minor is, is more or less what we call Turkey today. Churches were established there in the first century. And Andrew, I want to uh, test you a little bit with uh, some Bible trivia. How's that? Sure. Okay, so the Pauline epistles were the letters that Paul wrote to uh, various churches. And I wonder if you know which of those churches would be located in modern-day Turkey. And I can even give you a hint of how many of them there are if you need it. But I wonder if you know offhand which of those churches uh, would be in what is today Turkey. Okay, so definitely Ephesians would be in in Turkey today. Yeah, Ephesus was a city uh, in Asia Minor. And then, okay, what else did he write? Uh, not that. Not that. I think we need to know what the that's are that you're uh, you're going through. Yeah, no, I'm I'm thinking through my I'm going through I'm going through Pauline epistles here. Well, Philemon was written to the church in in Colossae, well, Philemon, who was from Colossians, uh, Colossae, uh, which is also in Turkey. So Colossians is also from Turkey. Um, Those would probably be all of them. There's one more. You got two. Ephesus and Colossae are in Turkey. Yep. One more. Let me see. Okay. It's not... I don't, I don't know which other one would be considered Turkey then. Uh, so the church in Galatia was in Asia Minor. Really? Yeah. So Galatians, Ephesians, and Colossians. And like you say, Philemon as well. And uh, interestingly, uh, the subject matter of the letter to Philemon was about a runaway slave named Onesimus. And uh, early church records indicate that an person named Onesimus ended up being the bishop of Ephesus much later on. Hmm. Whether or not it's the same person, I don't know. But uh, So Christianity has a a very long tradition. And actually, in uh, my research for this episode, I found out something I'd never heard before, 
that in some Christian traditions, um, legend says that John the Apostle actually brought Jesus' mother Mary to Ephesus, where she spent the last days of her life. Have you ever heard of that? I I have not. Yeah, there's a church, St. Mary's Church, um, where supposedly uh, was her home uh, for the last part of her life. Hmm. Uh, so all that to say, Turkey was a very, very significant location for early Christians. And it's been a significant location for other reasons throughout history. Yeah, yeah. We've talked about some other countries in that area of the Middle East and how vital they were uh, for trade routes between Europe, Asia, and Africa. But arguably none is as important as uh, Turkey. Its modern-day city of Istanbul uh, straddles a body of water which is called the Bosphorus Strait, and that's the dividing line between uh, Europe and Asia, making Turkey the connecting point between the two continents. And so that made Istanbul uh, an extremely important city throughout history. It's been known as uh, Byzantium and Constantinople at different points. It was the capital city of the Eastern Roman Empire in the 4th century, and then it was the capital of the Byzantine Empire from the 4th century until the 1400s, and then of the Ottoman Empire from the 1400s until just after World War I. So that's almost 2,000 years of history where Istanbul is a major, major hub of civilization. And in that time, the church uh, was a significant part of the Turkish civilization. The tradition that we now call the Ethan Orthodox Church was established in cities such as Antioch, putting down roots of faith that lasted for generations. Now, after the rise of Islam in the Middle East, Turkey was never uh, a majority Christian nation. But by the year 1900, Christians accounted for between 20 to 25% of the population. Now, during World War I and uh, in, in the years around there, Turkey went through a lot of turmoil. An estimated 3 million Turkish Christians were killed. The Armenian Genocide saw a lot of homes and villages burned, resulting in a decimation of the Christian population. And around the same time, the Turkish War of Independence was fought. And part of the negotiations that saw Turkey become its own state was the relocation of over 1 million Turkish Christians into Greece. And so today, the number of Christians in Turkey has decreased to about 0.2% of the population, down from the 20% that it was before World War I. So in 2021, the situation facing Christians is different than ever before. So, Andrew, why don't you tell us a bit about the kind of persecution that Christians are facing in Turkey today? Well, we mentioned earlier that there's significant religious nationalism, and that's gotten worse this year. Christians are thought of as a threat to national security. The atmosphere of increasing nationalism leaves precious little room for anyone to proclaim a different message. And Christians have to take great care in sharing their faith with others as it can arouse suspicion. Converting to Christianity from Islam is not strictly illegal, but converts will uh, likely face opposition and pressure from their family and their local community. In some cases, this can lead to divorce or disinheritance. The dangers mean some believers lead a double life and hide their conversion. Yeah, and this mix of uh, Islam and nationalism also affects Christians from non-Muslim backgrounds. So, for instance, uh, ethnic minorities like Greeks, Armenians, uh, Syriacs, they're barely recognized as full members of Turkish society and encounter all kinds of legal and bureaucratic obstructions. 
Christians have limited access to state employment. They experience discrimination in the private sector, uh, especially where employers have ties to the government. One thing that has happened in this past year is a couple of ancient historical churches were converted into mosques. The Hagia Sophia was in, uh, which is one of the most famous buildings in Istanbul, was originally an Orthodox church. In the 15th century, it was turned into a mosque before being converted into a museum in 1935. But this past year, it was once again repurposed as a mosque. Yeah, this nationalistic opposition to Christianity has seen some believers actually be expelled from Turkey, uh, often without any explanation given. Uh, so Joy uh, Subsegular is a Christian woman who is from Florida. She married a Turkish man. Uh, his name was Lutfu. Her husband works as a pastor, and they have three children in Turkey. And in July of 2020, Joy was informed by the authorities that she, not her family, had to leave Turkey. A similar thing happened to uh, Michael Fjellner, a German pastor who worked in Turkey for 20 years. In 2020, he was taking a routine flight out of Istanbul when he was arrested on charges of being a threat to national security. He was given 10 days to leave Turkey. All told, in 2020, there were about 30 cases of individuals being sent out of the country, or at least being banned from entering because of similar charges. A persecution analyst uh, with Open Doors had this to say, uh, quote, Starting with entry bans for foreign Protestants in 2019, it now seems that the government is increasing the pressure on the Turkish community itself. Hopefully, Christians will be seen less as traitors and collaborators with foreign powers, although the recent changes to the Turkish curriculum unfortunately suggest otherwise. End quote. These changes to the Turkish curriculum that he references is the teaching of concepts like holy war and referring to Jews and Christians as infidels. While Turkey is officially a secular nation, President Erdogan seems intent on making it into a Sunni Muslim country. The change in the school curriculum is just one way the country is changing. There have also been changes to the country's constitution to allow for more power for his government. There's even cases of Turkish Christians being approached by the government to be recruited as spies against their own churches. And besides foreigners like Joy and Michael, who we talked about, Minority Christians, like the Armenian and Assyrian churches, face the greatest danger, especially those who are in rural areas where there's less attention paid to human rights abuses. These are often subject to pressure and harassment. Women in Turkey are pressured to adhere to Islamic standards of dress and conduct and are uh, expected to bring honor to their families with their life choices. Those who choose to follow Jesus then can face rejection from family and hardships and career options and social acceptance. Men, for their part, are expected to be defenders of Turkish pride, part of which is defending Islam. When they have to sign up for mandatory military service, their religion is stamped on their ID card, and so they can be easily identified as Christians and subjected to suspicion or bullying. And so in 2021, we find that this ancient land where the earliest Christians established churches and where significant parts of the New Testament were read to congregations for the very first time, it's now become a place where Christians are worried about their security and about their freedom to live as citizens. So now we're going to end with some time in prayer for our Turkish brothers and sisters, and we hope you'll pray along with us. We'll pray that the atmosphere of suspicion against Christians in Turkey will change. We'll pray that the trend of banning foreign Christians will end. We'll pray that 
They are granted favor in uh, residency applications and in appeals against residency bans. And we'll pray that all converts under pressure for their faith will stand firm, grow in their love for Jesus, and be protected from harm. Let's pray together. Father God, we come before you on behalf of our Turkish brothers and sisters. God, this nation which has such a a history of Christianity. God, I think not just of the the epistles that we talked about, but I think of the seven letters to the churches in Revelation. God, in the warnings that were there and the things that you said, Jesus, to your church there, and I, and I would think you still say to your church there. God, I pray that our brothers and sisters would stand firm in their faith. God, as persecution continues, God, may they uh, continually fix their eyes on you, Father, and that you, I pray that you would strengthen them. God, I pray as uh, as the atmosphere of suspicion is increasing in Turkey, God, I pray that you would protect our brothers and sisters there, God, that they would uh, know your presence and your spirit. God, I pray for uh, those who are being banned, the foreign Christians who are being banned from entering or forced to leave. God, I pray that uh, that this would stop, Father God, but that uh, that uh, Christians would be continually be able to uh, worship you there, Father God, whether they were born in Turkey or not. God, I pray that uh, the church would be strengthened uh, in this country, God, and we think specifically of the converts who are under pressure for their faith. God, may they know your presence and spirit with them. And God, I ask that you would uh, strengthen them today. God, may they keep their faith. May their faith grow stronger, Father God, and may they be witnesses for Jesus Christ. God, we pray that you would work among the people of Turkey, that many would come to know you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the World Watch Weekly Podcast. We'll be back again next week. In the meantime, for more information, you can always visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org, or you can even get in touch with us on social media or by emailing podcast at odcan.org. We look forward to seeing you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of World Watch Weekly from Open Doors Canada. For more information on how to pray for our persecuted family, please visit our website, www.opendoorsca.org. Click Get Involved, and then click Prayer.